Welcome to the Truth Must Be Told podcast. I have covered many subjects and will continue to bring you quality podcasts to give you some hope in this uncertain world. If you've missed any episodes, you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org and you will find the link for anchor.fm, which will allow you to listen to previous podcasts absolutely free. It's free to visit the site and free to listen. While you're there, consider hitting that support button and help this ministry to continue to be free and a blessing to many. Thank you for your support and for joining me here on The Truth Must Be Told. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever had a Demi Moore moment? Hmm. Do you believe in UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis? Well, I don't know if you believe in all that, but we're going to explore ghosts. So, uh, so, like I said, have you seen a ghost? Have you had a Demi Moore moment? Moment? Are the twins at the end of the hall asking you to come play with them? (laughs) We'll be talking about ghosts today on The Truth Must Be Told, so stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. When in doubt, tell the truth. And when I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told... Sal Passos. Hello, 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 hello. It's just a wonderful day today. I decided to get on here early and go live on Facebook. So if anybody is uh, uh, listening there, you could definitely chime in. This is going to be a very important podcast. Uh, This is uh, number five of the uh, paranormal that I'm doing for the month of October. And I'd like to, uh, you know, just uh, extend a welcome uh, out to uh, everybody on Facebook that's listening, please like and share the podcast. It would definitely be helpful. Also, I will be broadcasting this again. It'll be on Anchor.fm as soon as uh, we get this out there. You can go to that. That's uh, the Anchor.fm. Uh, put it up here, Anchor.fm slash Sal-Passos. And uh, we definitely would appreciate you going. To. Before we uh, start into everything for today, I have to give a shout out to a happy birthday. Please, no, not happy birthday. Yes, we have a happy birthday today. Uh, we have a happy birthday to Cassie. Uh, she is one of my followers on uh, Facebook, and I was, wish her a very, very happy birthday today. And uh, good for you. Uh, enjoy your day. May God bless you with it. And have just a wonderful day in the Lord, and, and uh, enjoy enjoy your day, okay? Uh, okay, but before we start to today... Uh, I need to ask you to pray for our podcast. Okay, uh, we are in uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, we are in uh, some deep financial need here to keep this uh, podcast on the air. Uh, the enemy is working overtime to keep this program from going out. All right, uh, keeping the internet connection up and the website it's taking its toll. All right, we're due to lose our internet connection within the next few days. I'm going to try to continue to uh, record shows and get them out there and program them in case we do lose our internet. But, um, um, uh, you know, I would like you to prayerfully consider, um, you know, helping us out if you can. If you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org, there's a link for my PayPal account there. And if you could, you know, please consider, uh, um, you know, giving me a, helping me out here to keep this on the air. Uh, we really, really would appreciate it. I'm not sure whether I should do a, uh, a, um, 
a uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what do you call those things there? Uh, just a way to try to get in get in donations. But if you can, I would really would appreciate some help. It is uh, it is um, it is very very taxing. Now and I do have uh, some things in line right now. The Lord has opened a door, but we will not start seeing any money from that probably for a couple of months. <clears throat> but I do would appreciate if you would uh, just prayerfully consider helping us out. Now, also, you can help us out on a monthly basis if you'd prefer to do that. Uh, there, If you go to anchor.fm uh, slash sal-passos, uh, when you listen online, there is a, a link there for you to um, commit to a monthly gift of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 a month to help maintain the webcast, the website, and the podcast. We really would appreciate it. This podcast is going out around the world. I have run into nothing but problems since the beginning of the month with um, all sorts of issues because I am talking about the paranormal and I am exposing the the um, I am exposing the realms of Satan on here and I th- I'm really running into a lot of problems. So I really would appreciate some help if at all possible. If nothing else, please pray for this podcast. But your financial help would be greatly, greatly appreciated. I promise you, it's going to go into uh, paying for the uh, internet time and the um, and the uh, and the the uh, the uh, website. The website uh, is we're reaching people. It, it gets a lot of hits, and uh, the the podcast is being seen. And I just really would appreciate it if we 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 can go on with that. I'll, I'll keep going. I mean, if I have to do it over my phone, I'll do it that way. But um, I. I I really don't want to go that way. I want to be able to um, be able to continue uh, on this podcast as much as possible. Okay, so and I will be putting a uh, I'll be putting something on the uh, page on my uh, uh, Facebook page as well as on the internet. All right, so um, so we're going to be discussing ghosts today. Fairy tales, ghosts, and goblins. Yeah, fairy tales, ghosts, and goblins. Okay. You know, we've we've heard these phrases. You look like you've seen a ghost. Great Caesar's ghost. You don't stand a ghost of a chance. I don't believe in ghosts. You're white as a ghost. You know, these are all phrases that we've heard sometime during our lifetime. Okay, at some point. Our ghosts creep people out. They really do. And uh, there are many TV shows about them. I mean, you've got Ghost Hunters, Ghost Nations, Kindred Spirits, Dead Files, A Haunting, These Woods Are Haunted, American Paranormal, Beyond, Beyond Belief, uh, Celebrity Ghost Stories, Crossing Over, Encounters with the Unexplained, Ghost Adventures, Unexplained Mysteries, Unsolved Mysteries, Weird weird or What, Ad Infinitum, Ad Nauseum. They're all over the place. Not to mention all the movies that are out there. So what are they? What are ghosts? Okay, well, ghosts come from an old English word related to the German word geist, which means spirit. Uh, if you look up ghosts on the internet, you're going to find a plethora of information about them. Even Catholic.com gives some answers, and, and they quote from the Bible and the Apocrypha, when they hold, uh, which they hold as sacred texts like the Bible. Uh, there are many misconceptions about ghosts, and I don't know if you've had uh, any misconceptions about ghosts? <clears throat> You've seen a ghost, but here are a few. Uh, misconception number one, a ghost is a person who has died, who has not crossed over into the light. 
Some people have, uh, they, they believe that people have three to 10 days to go into the light after they die. But if they miss their chance, they are linked to the earth indefinitely. Here's another uh, misconception about a ghost. They can be helpful. No, they can't. Uh, number three, they enjoy haunting. These are misconceptions about ghosts. Uh, four, they can interact with other ghosts. Here's another common misconception. They are nothing more than energy trapped in a specific place. Uh, they, they say boo. No, they don't say boo. Okay. And uh, they are here to bring messages is another misconception. All right. Now, we've seen much of the above things depicted in movies about ghosts. That someone has died. They can't cross over into the light, so they remain as energy here on Earth. Usually they are stuck around a place or a person that they loved. Now, some in these movies uh, are evil ghosts. They're portrayed in movies like The Conjuring and The Conjuring 2, where a homeowner named Bill would not leave. as a, as a a He was there as a ghost, and he, he tried to chase out the people that lived there. And that's one of the stories of the Warrens, Ed and, Ed, Ed and um, Lorraine Warren, uh, who were from Connecticut, which I didn't know because if I'd known that, I'd probably go over and visit them, have a nice chat with them, find out what's going on. But they're, they're gone now. Uh, and I hope and pray that they knew Jesus as their Lord and Savior because the stuff they were into was not, uh, not good. Um, the sensationalism of the movies most always represents ghosts as humans who have died. Okay, now um, it's no wonder because, as I've explained before, we see that Satan has principalities and powers that he sets up over cities, nations, towns, and individuals. His goal is to set up a one-world government to give his son, give it to his son, the Antichrist. Taking control of the entertainment industry is just one step in that plan. Well, you don't think so? Look at how most of the popular movies are. They deal with the occult or some version of the occult. Um, the actors themselves, um, the actors themselves, have gone through multiple divorces. Almost all of them have been addicted to one thing or another. Um, and uh, some have, some have even been child molesters. Okay. Uh, now to mention, not to mention how vocal they are in politics as stating their opinion as though they held some sort of power that we need to listen to. They threaten to leave this country if they don't get their way. And to this day, I haven't seen any of them leave. Uh, sports stars as well have become vocal in politics. Many spout out statements of racism, hatred, and vaccine demands as though we should listen to them. Listen, trust me, they are under influence of demonic powers that want to blend us into a state of unity for the good of the earth or the good of each other. Now, um, I just want to say, you know, we talk about principalities and powers that rule over things. You know, two of the explanations of Satan uh, that we see in Scripture definitely depicts that he was ruling over certain, uh, certain, over certain lands, and even Jesus said he's the uh, king of this earth. So the... Um, uh, in Isaiah, Isaiah is giving a prophecy uh, against uh, um, uh, Babylon, and uh, that's where he says, You have fallen from heaven, O morning star of the dawn. Now, what does that have to do with Babylon? It has to do with the fact that Satan was working behind the scenes in Babylon. Uh, also, when you look in uh, Ezekiel, Ezekiel said when he starts talking about how he was the seal of perfection, well, that wasn't the 
that wasn't the king of Tyre that was the king of per, that had the perfection. It was the demonic forces that were behind the king of Tyre. So those things, from that and other portions of scripture that we could see, that ghosts are real, Satan is real. He's got his people in key places. All right. So, um, so it's not unusual to think that ghosts are not what they seem to be. If you if you spend any time watching the ghost shows, and I do, I watch them. Uh, I watch them because I need information. Basically, is what I need to know my enemy. Okay, and know what the devil is up to. I really don't care about whether they see a ghost or not or their explanations. But you know, I watch them so you don't have to. <clears throat> but if you ever spend any time watching these shows, you will see the experts. They tell you all sorts of things about ghosts, but when it comes down, it will come down to an explanation that ghosts are dead people and they have and that, that have not crossed over. All right. They will be mixed with mysticism, new world order, and not a mention of God will be made. And when we talked uh, the last show about angels, you know, you could see that being laid out that they're, oh, they're energy beings and they're this and they're that, you know, and, uh, you know, so you have to, um, you have to uh, pay attention to, to what's going on here because it's all kind of intermingling together. Um, the, uh, the, um, the, 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 I'm sorry, I've lost track of where I was going with this. It's the, uh, um, I'm sorry, let me back up a little. I do apologize. Uh, it'll be mixed with, you know, like I said, all the stuff will be mixed with mysticism, new world, uh, new world order, um, and again, God will be totally left out. The thing when, when, when people begin to go to these places, like they go to, um, uh, mediums to try to communicate with the dead. We're, our next show will be on, uh, on mediums and, uh, dead relatives and seances and stuff like that. When they go, so I don't want to get into it too much, but when, when they go to these seances, when they go to these, these things, they try to contact the, the, the whole aspect of what who God is and what he has planned and all these other things are totally thrown by the wayside. So you have to keep in mind that it is uh, demonic forces that are keeping people away from uh, you learning the truth about God and his word. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break here real quick, and when we come back, we will continue on our study of ghosts. So just stand by. Yes, yes, and as always, it's uh, Kevin McLeod. And, uh, he does the music, and I really appreciate him. And I get it. He's from Incompet. You can go to incompetech.com. You can find his stuff on YouTube if you want need background music for anything that you're doing. He has quite a selection of stuff to use. Uh, all right. So the question then arises. All right, he sees dead people. That's um, that's from the Sixth Sense. Whoop! Excuse me, that wasn't supposed to cue in just then. Um, the Sixth Sense. It uh, is probably one of the scariest movies that I've seen, and it, it had such a plot twist that it caused me to go, "Ooh." 
Uh, yeah, like I said, I do watch these things and, uh, um, and uh, you know, the, the story is about a kid who sees dead people and it had such a plot twist with it. It was amazing. But anyway, uh, not here to, to, uh, to uh, give my, my, my poll on, uh, on, uh, on the sixth sense, but it's just one of the scary movies that are out there. So what does the Bible say about ghosts? All right, so to begin, the Bible makes it clear that ghosts are spirit beings. They are, okay, that will get right that off, right, we'll start that right off the top. Ghosts are spirit beings, but they are not the spirit of deceased humans that stay on the earth and haunt the living. Now, there are many places throughout the, throughout the country, around the world, that claim to be haunted. I was just speaking with somebody the other day about a, uh, um, uh, an old park that's in, uh, in the hometown that he's in, and it's supposed to be haunted. And uh, spo- so, so are, I suppose, most battlefields. Uh, people have seen supernatural stuff take place and, and whatever. But ghosts are not the spirits of the deceased human beings that stay on earth. And here's scripture to prove it. Hebrews 9.27 says, Just as people are destined to die once, and after that to face judgment. So when a person when a person dies, and this is what happens when a person's spirit or soul after death, this is what happens to it. They either go to be with the Lord in heaven, or they will go to hell. There is no in-between place like purgatory. They will not remain on the earth as a ghost. It doesn't happen, Okay. Uh, Jesus told us a story on Luke, uh, Luke 16, verses 19 through 30, 32, says this. There was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived lug- in luxury every day. At his gate laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. The time came when the beggar died and the angels carried him to Abraham's side, or Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried in hell, or Hades, where he was in torments, plural. He looked, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things, while Lazarus received bad things. But now he is comforted here, and you are in agony. And besides all of this, between us and you, a great chasm has been set in place, so that those who want to go from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. He answered, Then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them, so they will not also come to this place of torments. Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. And he said, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone rises from the dead. All right, so here is... Now there's a lot of there's a lot of meat in this passage. Number one, uh, and I've, I've stressed this over and over again. This is not a parable. There is not a parable where Jesus called someone's name in it. He said there was a certain rich man, and there was a a, um, a beggar named Lazarus. But the important things I want you to see here is that at that time the beggar died, and the angels carried him to Abraham's bosom. All right, 
And the rich man died and was buried, and in hell, all right, he lifted up his eyes. So here is here is the um, here's the thing. Um, it is clear, okay, it is clear that when you die, when you pass from this life into eternal life, you are going to live eternally somewhere. You're either going to live eternally in heaven with God, or you are going to die and go to hell. Uh, and again, I I, I stress this that. Um, uh, Christians, when you die, you're not going to go to Abraham's bosom. That was set for the righteous dead who died before Jesus came and offered the sacrifice on the cross. They couldn't be, they couldn't be justified. They couldn't be sanctified because of the, uh, because Jesus Christ had not yet given the sacrifice, but they were, They've waited for Jesus. They waited for God, served God all their life, and they were placed in this in this put put in this place called Abraham's bosom, which was a a place of peace. While those who died went to hell, Hades, it is Sheol, the other side of the of the pit. All right, so these are two compartments of hell. Now, when Jesus uh, offered his sacrifice on the cross, he went into hell, which is talked about the Abraham's bosom, and he led captivity those in captivity there and led them free and brought them to heaven. Because now he said, you know, look, you know, he went to Ezekiel, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the wheel within the wheel. Well, here I am. You know, I'm looking for the fourth man in the fiery furnace. Is that, oh, is that right, Uh, Shadrach, Meshach? Well, that's me. Come on, let's go. And so he took them back with them. He took them back with him to heaven. But the ones on the other side of that pit, they're still there. In fact, the, the Bible says that hell has opened her mouth without measure to receive those who who commit all of these things. So it's it's clear. But the Bible is very clear. Once you die, you go to one of two places and you do not come back. Now, according to the Bible, it is clear that there are spirit beings who can connect with and appear in our physical world. World, They are either angels or demons. All right, you can go back to my study on, on, um, on demons to find out more detailed information, but the demons are evil, deceptive, and destructive. And God forbade us to be involved with those who walk or talk to the dead and call up the dead, etc. All right, do I believe that uh, people actually see ghosts or have seen ghosts or have had some sort of paranormal experience in their lives? Yes, absolutely. They are not crazy, Christian. They are not demon-possessed, Christian. They are taunted by a demonic force that wants to confuse them and draw them away from God. Now, keep in mind, even if the ghosts give true information, and sometimes they do, they'll give out very detailed information that, that may seem to be good and helpful, it comes from a source that has evil motives and can be used to mislead, corrupt, and destroy, and that's exactly what they're doing. All right, they may give you good information. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, even police departments are talking to psychics and stuff like that. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I see this person under a water fountain someplace. You know, that information may be true, but it is led, it is, it is to mislead. Particularly the person who was doing the seeing and the viewing and stuff like that. It's really, really bad. Now, the following I took from gotquestions.org, and uh, it's very interesting here, so I'll just uh, let me bear with me here while I go through this. 
Interest in the paranormal is becoming increasingly common. There are individuals and businesses that claim to be ghost hunters for a price will rid your home of ghosts, psychics, seances, tarot cards, and mediums are increasingly considered normal. Human beings are innately aware of the spiritual world. Sadly, instead of seeking the truth without the spirit, uh, uh, without seeking the truth about the spirit world by communing with God and studying his word, many people allow themselves to be led astray by the spirit. The, by the spirit world, excuse me, the demons surely laugh at the spiritual mass deception that exists in the world today. They are definitely laughing at us who follow and go along with this stuff. So I am, I am uh, telling you right now, ghosts, uh, people see them. I believe they're real, but they are demonic forces. They're not the spirit of a dead loved one. I can't emphasize that enough. It is not the uh, somebody who was killed so fast they don't know they're dead and they're just sticking around in a certain place. That's not what it says, and that's not what that's not scriptural, and it's not true. There may be a lot of things to have to say about spiritual energy and things like that. I don't want to get into that right now, but suffice it to say that there are things that are um, kind of wacky and stuff out there. And uh, but it's definitely definitely demonic forces that are doing it. All right, so uh, I'm going to uh, close this out here just shortly. But uh, again, please uh, before I go, I just ask you if you please prayerfully consider uh, making a donation to this uh, to this podcast and this ministry as we attempt to reach out and uh, you know and, and uh, we really do need your help um, because I will be off the air for a while if that happens. I'll try to do things through my phone, but it's going to be very difficult. So uh, please uh, bear all that in mind. Okay, well, God bless you guys. I appreciate everything you're doing. And before I go, I just really need to make an appeal to you, okay? It's very important. Um, You know, with all the supernatural experiences that are in the world today, there is one that stands head and shoulders above the rest. It is when a person comes to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Now, when that happens, a tremendous supernatural event takes place. That person's sins are forgiven. God takes out the heart of stone and replaces it with a heart of flesh. Uh, He replaces it with that heart that's sensitive to him. Also, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells inside that person and begins to change them. The burden of that person's sin is removed, okay? And they are now free in Christ, no longer a slave to the bondage of sin, no longer a slave to death. That person is headed for heaven. Now, dear friends, I need to ask you, do you know Jesus? Um, How many of you within the sound of my voice can say that if you were to die today, you would go to heaven to be with Jesus. Now, if you don't know or you're not sure, then don't hesitate. God is calling for you. You haven't tuned into this podcast by accident. Uh, Jesus said that the same Holy Spirit that would indwell the hearts of believers is the same one who leads people to him, Jesus. Now, the Savior is calling you right now. Why don't you yield to that call? 
you know, you don't have to do something special or, or you don't have to be somebody special. You can accept him right now. See, the Bible tells us that God demonstrates his love, his own love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You cannot do anything to please God. Going to church won't do it. Giving to the poor won't do it. Getting the vaccine won't do it in spite of what the, the governor of New York says. Okay, You must first acknowledge that you are a sinner. The Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. You know, they realize that, that God has made a way for you to be saved from his wrath. And his wrath is coming, trust me. Everything that we're seeing that's going on in the world today, everything we see that's going on in the world today, is due to the fact that Satan is, is starting to ramp up his efforts to take over the world. But that also means that we're very close to the reappearing of Jesus Christ, and he's taking his church away. And after that comes seven years of wrath that's being poured out upon this earth. You don't want to be a part of it. So God has made a way for you to be saved from his wrath to come. So what do you do? It's simple. It's very simple. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And that's it. Will you be a perfect person after that? No. You're going to be like me, full of faults and problems. But you'll be justified before God, and he begins a sanctification work in you throughout your life. And all you have to do is pray a simple prayer or something like this. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Christ died for me and rose from the grave. I trust Jesus alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I now have. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you've prayed that prayer or something like it, you can reach out to me at thetruthmustbetold.org and let me know what I can do for you. I'll do my best to help you. And I just want you guys to know again, please, if you can consider making a donation, I would really appreciate it. We're, we're really in a bad place here. And uh, I usually don't like doing that. I just usually give the donation, ask at the beginning, and we just uh, take it from there. But I've received no help. Uh, and I would really appreciate you guys, uh, somebody jumping on the bandwagon here and prayerfully consider giving us a hand. All right, so with that being said, um, I want to say thank you for being here. God bless you, and we'll see you next time on The Truth Must Be Told. And uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, God bless, and keep us in prayer. Bye-bye.